0: As I began season five of this podcast, I sketched out whom I wanted to interview. As I thought about it, I realized I needed to bring back some of the earlier guests to catch up on their creative enterprises. One of those from the first season has moved into a whole different field of using his gifts, and I will be talking in this episode with him, Kenyon T. Henry of Cadusa County, and with one of his collaborators, actress Terry Bonds of Dalton. Stay tuned and learn where you can experience their work. Today, we are talking with Kenyon T. Henry and Terry Bonds. Kenyon was the fourth guest on the podcast when it started in spring of 2022. At that point, we mostly talked about his novels and about his entrepreneurial efforts with the next chapter con conference for writers. However, I recently found out from Facebook posts and some emails that Kenyon has gone into a different field of creativity. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And Terry is also involved in his most recent project. And we're going to get to know them and what this project is. So Kenyon and Terry Welcome to the podcast. And I would like you to just start by telling us your journey into this new field.
1: So, as you know, Barbara, most of uh, my novels uh, have some type of uh, faith element to them, um, which is uh, important. It's a big part of my life. So it comes out in my writing in one way or another. And so September of... um, 2023, I ended up uh, acting in in a in a uh, small film that took place down around the Atlanta area. Uh, and the way that came about is I'd actually reached out to a production company that I found called JC Films uh, and asked them about you know writing films. And so they uh, suggested I go to this and and talk to people. I ended up reading some lines. They cast me in the film. Well, while we were down there filming, I ended up speaking with the president of the company who came down to uh, to visit one day on set. And uh, when he and I spoke, I was literally at my laptop working on the screenplay. And, and uh, he said, you mind if I look at it? And I said, no, go right ahead. So I flipped my laptop around. He read a amount I did like, 10 pages. And he said, well, how's it finish? And I told him, I said, well, this is this how it finishes. And um, he said, I like it. Let's do it. Uh, so crazy enough. Um, that's, that's, uh, pretty much how, it, how it happened. And so, uh, I finished the rough draft, sent it to him. He said, yep, completely on board. I love it. Let's do it. And, you know, five months later, we have a film. So crazy. But wow. That's what happened. Yeah.
0: So it, this was a fall of 23.
1: Yeah. It was, uh, last September.
0: Okay. So, and you don't have to name this person, but, is he the production director or something of the, of this company?
1: Yeah, he's the, he's the president of JC Films. So JC Films is a non-profit faith-based uh, uh, production company. They make faith-based films. And so, yeah, he had come down uh, on the set, you know, to, to visit and see how things were going. And he and, I, he and I ended up talking and he liked the idea and, and uh, we went with it.
0: Wow. That's exciting. So, I can I assume that JC Fellows stands for
1: Jesus Christ, or is that just a coincidence? Well, um, so the president's name is Jason Campbell.
0: Oh, okay, well, that's what it is. <laughs> not that question.
1: don't. <laughs> it could be both of them. I I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe it was just coincidence. OK, so I, I'm I'm interested in this. So where does he screen his films? Are they independents? Do they go to festivals? Did they get th- streamed? Things like that.
1: Yeah, pretty much all of those. Uh, they do have their own streaming service. And typically what happens after after uh, release, after the premiere, they'll be on their streaming service first. Um, I think maybe a month, maybe up to two months. And then they go broad they go wide so you can find their films on Tubi they even put them on YouTube uh sometimes their films are on Netflix or or Great American Family which used to be Pure Flix um yeah so i mean they go wide after that
0: and are they feature length films
1: they are so this one um i mean it's in post so i don't know exactly but it'll probably be about an hour 15 to an hour 20 minutes
0: wow wow and this is the one that you were working on in filming in the area in the last month or so. Yep, correct. Okay, and you had casting calls at, in Ringgold. Is that correct?
1: We did. We had casting calls in Ringgold, and and funny enough, so uh, the main character is Pete, which I actually uh, played Pete, and uh, Pete's wife's name is is Angie. And oddly enough, a couple of days before we had the casting call, a lady that my wife works with, whose name is Angie, tagged Terry in it and said, hey, you should go to this. So we looked up and because Terry said, hey, I think I will. She came in and she nailed it.
0: Wow. Have you acted before? Yeah, I started
2: really, I started my film journey in 2007. I was cast in an independent film project as a lead in, or, you know, co-star in an independent film project. And I'd kind of been in the space doing other things as well, but with very large gaps in between. Um, you know, I, I was very young at the time and life and all the things happened. I had these very large gaps in my resume in terms of uh, film or, or anything in that space. But uh, last year, I just decided that I, you know, I wanted to I just made my mind up that I was going to set 2024 as my year to pursue it very, very um, aggressively. And actually the Angie. So I spoke with her on the weekend of the audition, but she had sent me the notification a while back, but I thought that she had been hacked. And so I did not open that. And, and she had messaged me again, I think the day before the audition. And she was like, hey, are you going to go to this? And I'm like, I. Don't know what you're talking about. So she sent it to me again, and, and so I said, yeah, you know, I think I'll try to go. And I I made it. Uh, I think I was like maybe the third or fourth person to audition. Um, really quick process. They made it. I, I would say that Kenyon and the whole team made it painless. Um, and you know, got the call. I think it was the next day, and and we you know started getting ready to to bring this whole thing uh, to the screen. Did you did you used to be in plays or? So, well, I'm a singer as well, so I'm used to being in front of a crowd. I'm used to having a microphone. That was sort of my comfort zone. I did some theater when I was younger. And then once I left high school and didn't really have an avenue, you know, I I, I found a few casting calls that I would go to. I, I've had, you know, agents in the past and done a few things, but I think that I just had <laughs> that. Have a flair for the dramatics, I guess. <laughs> so it translates well on film. I'm hoping, anyway. Well, George is a place to
0: be. That's all I know. Yeah. If you want film work, there's there's plenty of it. It's they keep telling us uh, that it's number three in the world for production. So that's a pretty good bit. Well, so Kenyon, going back to, would to get more into the your story, but. You said you were working on a screenplay. When did you start studying screenwriting? Because it's a different animal than a
1: novel. It is a different animal. So um, I tried to take one of my novels and turn it into a screenplay years ago. Um, And man, that was that was torture. It's like trying to decide which arm you want to cut off one of your kids. You know, it's uh, you know, it's a lot more pared down than a novel. Um, So that's that's why. um, movies end up being so different than books, right? Age of a screenplay amounts to one minute, a minute. So after that experience, I put it down for a while and I was like, nope, I'm, you know, screenplays are, are not the way to go, at least turning the novel into a screenplay. So this going to sound really odd, but so it was uh, when I was uh, working on on the set um, that I had this idea for a screenplay and I said, you know what? Maybe I should try going straight from a screenplay instead of starting with a novel. And so it, it took me two days to write the screenplay, to write the rough draft. Uh, it was a lot simpler uh, to do it that way for, for me. You know, it took me, but, you know, I went back and revisited, made adjustments. Heck, I, I was making adjustments while we were actually filming. It was it was aggravating. Some people I'd come in and I'd be like, you have new lines today. Here you go. Um, but uh, you the first that's it. No, oh, no. But, uh, you know, and and that process was interesting because you'd kind of see how people would react to things and and kind of get to know the personality they brought into the character. And so it's like, OK, yeah, we, we got to change something. That's like I, I walked in one day and looked at looked at Terry and I said, hey, you got to slap me. She's like, slap you. That's not in the script. I'm like, it is now you got to slap. And uh, so we, we added that in there because uh, I realized she had this fiery, passionate personality. And um, you know, it it, that one scene. I was
2: happy to accommodate. I was happy to accommodate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she was so happy she slapped me twice. Uh, (laughs) but Yeah, right. She slapped me twice. It's okay though. Um (laughs) we call that method acting, okay? But uh but no, it was it was a fun process and it was a much different animal. Um one thing that I'm doing going forward, there there are different programs out there, specific belief. Or writing screenplays, um, and so that's one thing that I'm doing differently uh, is I'm buying a program so that I can do it, and that way it plugs straight into uh, some other programs like Movie Magic and stuff. So, yeah, do you, are you talking like Final Draft? Yep, Final yeah. Draft is 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 what I'm getting. I've got like a, a a trial version that I picked up, you know, during the filming process, and I've been playing with it to get mm-hmm. to learn it.
0: We uh, teach, we offer a screenwriting course in the summer at Dalton State taught by Ryan Reese, who is a local high school teacher, but he has an MFA in screenwriting from University of Georgia, and he does a wonderful job in the class. And I sat in on it and did the work. I didn't get credit for it because I didn't want to be balanced in anything, but I learned so much. And, you know, because the formatting of the script is horrible. It's not... Possible by human brain, so this does it all. And it, and after I had that, I said, "Okay, I can do this. I can do." This. That's yeah. It's it's really frustrating. So so, how long have you been screenwriting and doing that kind of for a
1: couple of years then, or about a year? Um, since last September. Oh, okay,
0: okay, all right. So I'm gonna get. Over here to Terry though, but I'm going to ask her, what is this movie called and what is it about?
2: Well, it's called Country Rain. Um,
0: I, at first I didn't quite understand the title until
2: I read the script and it makes a lot of sense the way it's written in. And I won't spoil that for anybody. You need to watch it. But, um, it is about, I guess in Kenyans, if I can use Kenyans words to borrow from you, it's about love and second chances, right? It's about faith, love and second chances. Um, and about a man that, you know, sort of, put his family on hold, if you will, to chase a dream and, and where that took him and his journey, you know, back to, I think he sort of lost his identity in the music and he, he, he didn't know who he was without it. If I may uh opinion, I think that's kind of what I get from Pete. He feels like he, you know, he, the music is who he is. And so what's his identity outside of that? And he sort of has this crisis of trying to find out what that is and, and put things back in place in terms of priority in his life. And, so the film really highlights that journey.
0: No, oh, it has music. It does. <laughs> do you, sing it, Terry? Do you sing in it? At Kenyon,
2: Kenyon does. I do not. Not this one. Kenyon, you
0: sing. Oh my goodness! So you could have a third career as a uh, singer, right? Is that where we're going with this?
1: No, Lord, no, please, no. <laughs> um, but. But yeah, I, I do sing in it. Um I've had gosh, I've had a love affair with music ever since I was a kid. Um you know, uh whether it was singing, whether was playing saxophone, playing uh horrible guitar, uh which I, I play, um or, or whatnot. But <clears throat> yeah, and so putting it into this that's that's actually how the idea for the script came about when I was down on set. I was I was thinking, man, I I really like this. Uh, I wonder if they would ever consider doing a script with original music in it. Right. And that was the first idea. And then it's like, how do I tell a story with original music? And then it eventually turned into writing script out for it. So all the songs that are in it are original songs that were written specifically for the film, except for the opening um, song, uh, which is um, uh, was recorded by a friend of mine who is also in the film. Uh, his name is that uh, David Joel Stevenson. Uh so I'm using one of his songs to open up with. Um and then all the others were either written by a friend of mine uh who writes uh songs in Nashville, uh or written by myself.
0: Well, that's a good thing because then the film company doesn't have to pay the rights for the song. <laughs> that's all original. That's good. Um the the film that you were it, you were trying out for that you were acting in and got some lines. What was that film back in the fall?
1: Uh, that was called Karate Princess. Uh, oh. it, actually, it actually premiered on January 27th and then we started filming on January 28th. Okay. Uh, so.
0: so they're pretty uh, active, this uh, Jason Campbell's group, his company. It said they,
1: he puts out um, over the last, I think three years, he's put out 20 films a year. Oh.
0: And where does he oh. film In, in this area?
1: Oh, really? Uh, all place. Yeah. He's got the way that he's done it. He has set up, uh, production clubs all over the country, right? And even a couple of production clubs, uh, overseas as well. And so, but his uh, idea is is not only to make quality faith based films, but to create a network of Christian artists uh, that want to come together to, um, you know, to tell these wonderful stories, right? So, yeah. So using these different production clubs, you know, he's got he's got movies that are sometimes filming at the same time and in, in two different locations. So, all
0: right, what an interesting model. So, when do you expect this to be? Done out, edited, ready for us people people to see it. Yeah, Kenyan, well, when is it going to be ready?
1: your just wants to know. Yeah, so they they typically tell people it takes uh you know three to four months on average to edit, um, and take as little as two months or or as long as six months. It really depends on the film the, the thing. I thought was interesting in, in this process is that the better the filming is and the more takes that you have in that process, the shorter it takes to edit it. Where you kind of get into trouble and things start dragging out is when you don't do enough takes and then the editor has a hard time finding good stuff put together to tell a story. Uh, we had a fantastic, fantastic, phenomenal director in, in Troy and Troy Bakewell who my gosh, he, he had us doing scene after scene after scene. There's there's one little scene that's part of a montage. It's literally like a 30 second clip where I walk out of a house and, and and Terry kisses me on the cheek. Right. And then I walk off. I mean, it's literally like 30 seconds. How many times we do that, Terry? Ten times? It's a
2: lot. Yeah, we did it a lot. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I quit counting. I just quit counting.
1: Right. And it sounds so silly, but he's he's also moving cameras around, getting different angles and stuff, so that the editor has plenty of good stuff to work with to tell the story. So,
0: I, I, I think people realize that 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 filmmaking is can be that slow. I was just
2: going to say, it got to a point which Troy where I would just automatically, whenever he said "cut," just reset to one, just go back to to the first position because it's going you're going to do it again. So. But it is I've heard it like it's say when you're on the set, I think when you think about making films, people think it's got a, like all it's 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 constantly exciting, it's constantly all this action, but really it's a lot like washing paint dry <laughs> <laughs> but the end the end result is amazing, and when you're in those moments and you're doing those takes, I think you just forget that you're even acting in some cases, which is how Inyan got the fire slapped out of him twice because you just those are the moments that are I think kind of steal you away and and make the whole process worth it because otherwise
0: it can be very slow. Hey so we can expect to hear about this how how do you plan to let everybody know about this
1: Kenyon? Yeah so Country Rain has a a Facebook page uh, Country Rain Movie. Uh, is the name of the Facebook page. It's on Instagram. We have a website, countryrainmovie.com. Um, so, the information, as soon as we have it, will we'll go out there. Ideally, we would like to have it ready to premiere um, by the 1st of, of June. That's that's what we're shooting for. We just can't commit to that yet, since the editor literally just got uh, the, the footage this week. Uh, and he's already tearing through it and working on it. But um. So,
0: very good. So, what's after that for both of you? You have a next project.
1: Oh goodness. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So there's there's a few things going on. One, I've got to take country rain. I've got to turn it into a novella. Uh, that's. That's uh that's that's part of this process, Um but yeah I've already started working on on country rain too so.
2: yeah said that's what I was hoping to get at. do do we get a sequel or not
1: yeah so, um, you know jason heard heard a lot of things from from different people you know of course the director uh he had uh a Sheila on set you know as as kind of being him while he wasn't able to be there um and so he heard a lot of good things, and and to be honest, um, from from the auditions, I knew we were going to have some good stuff because, man, just the talent that walked through on the auditions. I, I I told them all that they made my job as the casting director really really hard. It wasn't easy. It wasn't like oh, well, this person's definitely and this person no. It was like oh my goodness, how do I pick between all these talented people? And um, so anyway, so I I think we're really Especially considering that it's a, a micro budget film. I think we're really going to end up with something that's, that's phenomenal, that's going to blow everybody's minds. Um, I'm concerned I'm going to be the weak link. Um, but it's, uh, you know, everybody else will care of me. I have no doubt, uh, no doubt about it. So.
0: Okay. So a sequel. Ah, oh my goodness. That's great. So what about you, Terry? You'll be in um, <laughs> sure.
2: nothing nothing definite at the moment. I've got a few things that I am auditioning for a few prospects and I'm in conversations with a few other people. But um this for me, you know, when I started all of this and, and started the new year, and I don't want to call it a resolution because it was not that. It was really just a return to um a passion of mine. I told God that I would walk through any door that he opened. And so as long as I can keep my integrity intact and do that and be a part of this, which then I will I will take every opp- I will collect opportunities, I guess. That's that's how I mean to say that. But I want to say also just with JC Films uh, and Kenyon and, and everybody that's associated with this type of wholesome entertainment. I think that it is long overdue. And I'm so glad that we now have a path where people like myself who kind of went into the industry 2007 and, and and beyond that, and saw what I guess if you Hollywood, the Hollywood culture, if you will, what it was really like, there wasn't really an avenue for people that wanted to keep their integrity intact and to be a part of the industry because you know there were gatekeepers in the sense. and so I'm so glad that we finally have an avenue, so I'm hoping to you know be a part of future projects that are faith-based and just wholesome entertainment in general. That's the path that I would like to go down.
0: Yes, I I agree with you so much because um, while there are still gatekeepers to a certain extent, there is so much more freedom for independent artists. You know, and you yes. don't have to use the biggies. You don't have to go through these people, and mm-hmm. you can. The technology and the 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 streaming services and and everything just makes it so that if you've got a story to tell.
2: Yeah. Tell your story. There's a market for it now where maybe there wasn't so much of a market before because there was such a monopoly. And so it has opened up this entire parallel economy, if you will, in, in this industry and in this space. And I think that people are sort of waking up to it and, and now realizing like these, I think we're going to start to gain a lot of traction in this area. At least that's, that's what I believe. Um, and I think that's, you know, our purpose here is to, to bring all of these things into the light and, and to show, you know, alternatives and something better in a in a, in a more wholesome story, a more family-oriented story that you can glorify, you know, um, a more wholesome culture, whereas it's been sort of swept aside for so long in the entertainment industry.
0: So, I mean, I, I've spoken to a lot of filmmakers over the years and, and um, also on this podcast and and really, you know, Christian movies were kind of had a really bad rap and uh, I think that's starting to go away, <laughs> you know, um, it's, it, it's unfortunate that it got that way, but, um, I, with the people coming in and, uh, I think the chosen has done a lot for that. And, um, but it's, and other, other kinds of things, it's really, um, starting to break down that you know oh it's christian no it's that's not a big issue anymore so um i
2: find too like in mainstream entertainment a lot of the people that are like
0: a lot of the christian
2: characters and let's say a mainstream tv show or whatever they portray them to be kooks and crazies and i've never appreciated that and and i think it's it's so great that we get to to portray what what it's really like to be a believer, what it's really like to be a Christ well, or what it's really like to to live by those principles, and you know, to do unto others, and all the things that go along with that, without because mainstream entertainment made us look like a bunch of kooks. right?
0: Yeah, um, as long as they, well, they didn't know they in their bubble they didn't know anybody. <laughs> you know, they they it was a type of person they didn't know yeah. that they choose to to not know. So, I need. Re-
1: yeah. One thing that Jason likes to say uh, when he comes down to events is he talks about how if you go back 20, 30 years and you look at uh, Christian music. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the, those pioneers that brought in like Christian rock music or, or Christian contemporary music, it wasn't the greatest. Right. Yeah. So what we've had is, is people laying the groundwork. And now, like you pointed out with Chosen and some of the other things and, and hopefully this film as well you start to see the bar being raised. You know, you start to see film get you know, Christian media getting to the point to where uh, it's on par with the quality standards that's, that's already been out there. And story-wise, I, I, I think story-wise it's going to be better than a lot of the stuff that you watch out there. Um, I mean, you know, Jerry's probably a little more impartial than I am. I mean, I wrote the story, but I think it's a great story. Um, but
2: it's a great story, I guess a great story. But,
0: yes. I'm anxious to see it uh still so, um how's how's the next chapter kind of going? you know, we'll go come back to that while you were on here the first
1: time <laughs> absolutely so next chapter uh saw its fifth year last year, which was probably best year, you know we had to rebuild a little bit after after covid um and so we I was just talking with my wife about it uh. We're looking to have it again in October this year. I haven't nailed down the exact date, but if it follows suit, it's going to be the first Saturday in October. Um, and uh, we'll do it at the, at the Dalton convention center, which is where we've had it for the past uh, um, two years now, two or three years. So, Okay.
0: Haven't you put aside any, well, you said you had to write a novella for this. Um for this project so are you are you still writing novels or
1: is that a little bit on the back burner right now i am still writing novels as a matter of fact i had i had a book just come out like a little- <laughs> <for> <laughs> filming. i have, have it right here the proof uh this one is book two in the return of ancient series it's called secret of the white dragon which has a red dragon on the front but anyways
0: <laughs> okay so I don't know, when you find time to do this. Do you not sleep?
1: Um, well, last week I didn't. Uh, just maybe a night last week. Um, it was funny. Like each week, each day people could see me deteriorate. And by the end of the week, like everybody was like, Kenyon, you got to sleep. Kenyon, you got to eat. Kenyon, you got to drink water. And, um, yeah. So I pretty much slept all day Sunday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Other than the rap party. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, how many novels is this for you now?
1: Uh, I think that was number seven.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm a little bit ahead of you, but it, you're, you're, you've done it faster than I have. <laughs> um, I'm having a couple come out this spring. So, but it's okay. still, um, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to find time when you have a nine to five and, and uh, you do have a nine to five in finances, I recall. So, okay. So as I come to the close, here's a place where you can have some special shout outs to folks who might be listening. Hopefully they're listening. <laughs> who you want to shout out to?
1: Well, to be honest, I, I wish I, I could name everybody that was on the casting crew. So I I want to point out that they were all volunteers. Everybody that came out were volunteers crew. Uh the crew most of the crew had never done anything with film before. The director came in a week ahead of time. Showed them how to use the equipment and they just knocked it out of the park. When we had people visit the set, they couldn't believe it was their first time because everything ran so well and, and was really a well old machine. Uh, special shout out, I, I guess, first to, to my wife, uh, Shauna, who has just been a rock star and dealing with me when you're acting and then doing all the stuff leading up to it. It's kind of an emotional roller coaster. And she was there putting up with me the whole time. Michael Siegler, who was at the film, he, he was, uh, there with me on karate princess and it was his friendship and his inspiration that helped me to really push this script forward and, and get it going. So he will have a special thank you in the movie too, because he just a phenomenal actor. Uh, of course, you know, Terry, but phenomenal leading lady um, friend of mine, David Joel Stevenson, who plays my best friend in the film. Um, he, he's just a great guy. Uh, Troy, Jason, Geez, do I run through everybody? Uh,
2: Yeah, it's harder because you don't want to start naming. You'll forget people. Everybody was amazing.
1: They they really were. It's amazing how easily we became a family. There was a couple people that had worked on some other stuff before that were like, hey, you know, we're used to getting yelled at and stuff if we do something wrong. And everybody here, it's just all patience and love and, and, um, you know, a a working attitude. And um, yeah, just just. Phenomenal phenomenal people, a big shout out to really to everybody um everybody just pitched in It didn't matter if you were an actor if something needed to happen over here with the equipment, you just went over and did it, picked it up, carried it where it needed to go, or whatever so just phenomenal phenomenal teamwork from everybody
2: there really were no egos on set, which is i mean that's a remarkable accomplishment, but dealing that's with on screen talent you know it's
0: no egos at all. Hmm. Well, we've been talking with Terry Bonds and Kenyon Henry, who are in the the film Country Rain, which was penned by Kenyon. And we'll look forward to seeing that when it comes out later this spring. Thank you guys for being with us today. Thank you for having us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Barbara.